last name and you like spell it out and they're like uh so awkward like because every time unless you're in texas they're like gretzky gretzky Mm -hmm. like the hockey play like and i'm like um i don't know yeah but I'm so thankful being here. And we were just talking about it. Cause I'm like, thank God I don't have a doctor. Who's like a hockey fan or like obsessed because I would be like, this is about me. I am right here. Focus on me. <laughs> like, and it's not during hockey season. So there won't be any games on like, cause it's such a distinct last name. There literally are no other Gretzky's in the world. Like, I mean, there right. are, but yeah. very rarely. And so I always laugh like with his cousins. I'm like, how do you guys like what's like the protocol? Like, how do we do this? <laughs> but I'm very, he's very proud of his last name. And obviously he's so proud of his dad. And so I love that family unit that like, now I'm so proud and, and now I get to carry that. And, but let me tell you, I, I, I texted his mom and I'm like, how did you name five kids with this last name? It is a hard last name. To- You're listening to breaking the ice, a podcast and community created for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players but since has turned into so much more. Stories shared by women around the globe who come together for a sense of connection and community. You may be in the sports industry, a hockey parent, an athlete, or a person who just enjoys podcasts, but I can promise you, you'll be inspired by these women every single day while we evolve through the tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey. And guess what? So much more. For women, by women but especially for a hockey community. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. For those that have listened to episodes in the past, you know that BetterHelp has come up several times from some of my guests. Living the lifestyle that we do, it is so beyond important to talk about our feelings. And I think that it would be very valuable to have like a third party listening ear to offer advice and insight into our lifestyle and situations. I think something for me that has kind of delayed my start into getting into therapy is that half of the year I'm living in a different country. So the coolest part about BetterHelp is it's customized online therapy and they offer video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see them on camera if you don't want to. And it's way more affordable than going to in-person therapy and you can start communicating with someone in less than 48 hours. So I'm excited to try out BetterHelp this hockey season. I think that people can only benefit from going to therapy and it probably can only improve the kind of experience you're going to have during the season. So if you're interested in signing up for BetterHelp, you can head to betterhelp.com forward slash breaking the ice. Well, everybody, today is an exciting episode because Brittany and I are, I hate the word interviewing, we're having a conversation with Sarah Gretzky. And I said this on Instagram yesterday, but that's obviously a last name that we all recognize in our hockey community. Like I honestly probably couldn't name majority of people in the NHL, but that's a last name we just all know because he's obviously like a huge deal. Of course. Yeah. And like being Canadian myself, I mean, you know, he's obviously the biggest hockey player in the world, the most successful, the most decorated. And yeah, he's like a huge hero, obviously for Canada and just for hockey in general. Yeah. And I know like you and I were talking about how it's just kind of funny because when you're actually like married to an athlete, you kind of become 
you're, you just become accustomed to like running into these kind of people or like having these conversations, even though like, yes, he is like probably the greatest hockey player of all time. Like for me, it just feels normal because like, I'm always around hockey players. You see them in their average environment. Like I was telling you, I think before, um, when Scott was playing in Arizona, I was waiting for him in the tunnel that all the players walk through and, Growing up, I played this video game with my brother and Alex Ovechkin was like the cover star. And he was just like, you know, this huge celebrity to us as kids. And I'm just standing in the tunnel and he just casually walked past, you know, gives me a smile. And then I literally called my dad after the game. And I was like, I was like shoulder to shoulder with Alex Ovechkin. I kept it so cool. But on the inside, I was like, holy crap. But I also think it's those experiences where you're just kind of like, oh, he's going home to like his wife and kids, you know? Yeah. Plus you did play (laughs) hockey growing up. So I feel like you (laughs) might have a little bit more interest. I I know that sounds bad because it's it's not that I'm not interested, but it's like all of our husbands do it. So it's just like, that reminds me just because we're so obsessed with friends, both of us about, I was just watching that one episode where um, they were watching that one show that Joey was in and they're like, you're sitting on the couch right here, but you're also in the TV right there. Like yeah. that's what I feel like when Scott, <laughs> like when I'm watching a game or something, I'm like, he's coming home to me tonight, but he's on the TV right now. <laughs> I know. I know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I have followed Sarah for a long time on her personal page and yeah, like her last name is cool. It's recognizable, but I wanted to have her on the podcast because I just feel like she is really funny. She's just really cool. I love everything that she posts. Like I'm always laughing. And she also has her own podcast, no pressure to us called (laughs) the net chicks. And it's all about pop culture and entertainment which you guys is hilarious, by the way, you have to go follow it. They basically talk and give their opinions about like everything going on, reality TV, movies, TV shows, you name it. So Brittany and I kind of, well, mainly Brittany put together this game for us to play before she pops on the call. And then we're going to have her on and we're going to ask her some questions as well, which will be really fun. So Britt, want to start us off with this game and Yes. And we'll go from there. Yeah. So this game is called this or that, which I'm sure you've all played in some form or another. Um, And we're going to do the pop culture edition. So they're just going to be a bunch of questions and uh, we're going to have fun with it. So Devin, for your choice comedy show, is it Friends or The Office? Friends for me. What's yours? Friends, for sure. Which I feel like we're going to get in trouble about because I know that a lot of my good friends love The Office and The Office is a little bit more dry, I think, but Friends is just like comfortable, you know? Yes, I love a good show that you can put on the TV and just like have it on in the background. You don't have to be paying like 100% attention to like understand the jokes, you know? It just feel, it's like a comfort food. It's just something you can put on if you're having a bad day and it just makes you feel better. You feel like all six friends are your friends. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I feel like the office too is kind of like, can be stupid humor sometimes where like, if I'm not in the mood for that kind of thing, it just almost rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I mean, think you have to pay attention to it too. Like I actually didn't get into it my first time. I'm going to get so much slack because of this. Um, no, I, I was the same. 
Yeah. But then watching it again, I like was like, okay, I just have to kind of put my phone down because it's not one of those shows I found that I can just be on my phone the same time because then I just miss it. Exactly. (laughs) It's like those like one liners that just don't land. Yeah. 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 All right. Choice comedy show. I feel like we're at an awards show. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wait. That one. Um, Choice celebrity couples. I tried to do like two of the most lovable ones Um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis or Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. You know what? I'm going to have to go with Ashton Kutcher and, and Mila Kunis. I would agree. And this breaks my heart because Scott's obsessed with Ryan Reynolds. I'm obsessed with Blake Lively. But they're Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are just so relatable. Like they're so funny. Like, they are. I don't know, man. I I Blake Lively is beautiful. She seems like a sweetheart. I just like can't get on board with her acting. Like I just like it's not believable to me. I will, I will, I don't know if you're talking about Gossip Girl, but I will say I'm like Team Blair through and through. I just find Serena very annoying in Gossip Girl. I'm going to get so much crap from everyone for this. Well, you know what? It's okay. Cause this is just our opinions. That doesn't mean you have to agree with us. But yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know if that's like lively, but yeah, I will say that Serena, honestly, when Serena was, Serena's scenes were probably my least favorite scenes. I like everyone else's scenes more. I just feel like she's the same character in every single show or movie that she's in. Like she's the same personality. So I just like, I'm like, yeah, just doesn't do it for me. Spinning off of that. And I have a great answer for this one. Who is your favorite celebrity couple at the moment? I'll tell you mine. Okay. Yeah. What's yours? Because it just happened and I'm obsessed. Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. Have you seen them together? No. I don't know. I think my popular page on Instagram, because I always look at all the like celebrity gossip, they are for sure together and they are like so hip. It's almost like a Travis Barker, Courtney Kardashian vibe where like they're both kind of like grunge and like she was like riding on the back like on the pegs of his bike in New York City and I was like that is such an unlikely couple but they they look good together I love okay wait it. on that note I actually saw Sarah post something about Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker and they were like we literally can't even with these pictures anymore so like I need her opinion on this yes because oh, I, I think I know what that because I've seen some pretty just I mean, you know, do what you want, but there's some NSFW photos out there. (laughs) I just like, don't understand. Like, I just, what? They're, you know what? They're people in their forties who are just like, don't care. So I do respect, but um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. (laughs) Like what? I just don't get what's the hype about him. I don't know. Guys with tattoos. Guys he has tattoos. too many tattoos. That is for not sure. cute to me. Like he has <laughs> tattoos like, like all over his body from head to toe. <laughs> I can't think of like big time celebrities, Celeb. couples, yeah. like off the top of my head. Reality TV. I don't know if you watch Vanderpump Rules, but I do love Stassi Schroeder and Bo, yeah. like her husband. Yeah. I think they're really funny and relatable. And I just like love watching them on TV. Yes. That's one of the rare, I did get into, um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and then Vanderpump, obviously. So I do know that saga moving on to the magic and mystery. This is going to be really tough for me because I love both of these. Do you, would you rather have a Harry Potter marathon or a stranger things marathon? 
never got into Stranger Things, so Harry Potter. <laughs> All right. All right. I heard I, it's good though. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I am actually currently in a Harry Potter marathon with Scott. So I will say Harry Potter just because read the books growing up. I mean, it's Harry Potter. Um, but Stranger Things is amazing. So that's honorable mention. Battle of the JBs. This one was a fun. I was like, oh, they're both JB. Jonas Brothers or Justin Bieber? Well, I know what you're gonna say. Because <laughs> you're going to that concert when this the week this comes out. <laughs> My first one ever. So going to a Jonas Brothers concert less than a week from now, through and through, was a fan in 07, still a fan in 21, Jonas Brothers. Is it are you gonna kill me if I say neither? No, absolutely. Okay. I'm just like I don't really care. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sarah just emailed me and said she's running like 10 minutes behind. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. We're doing great for time. I'll just respond to her really fast. I was like hoping to, she wasn't going to go into labor before we interview because she's like super pregnant right now. Yeah. Honestly. Or like she goes in while we're talking. That would be pretty funny and also probably terrifying <laughs> I feel like if I was in the middle of a podcast and my water broke I'd be like I'd just like stick it out I wouldn't say anything <laughs> yeah I was gonna say like at least you would kind of know like I'd just be over here with my dogs being like <laughs> just gradually drifting out of the fray yeah. that's so funny so this this next category is called scrolling so are you more a memes person or a reels person reels all the way yeah I would have said obviously before reels came like memes through and through and I still do love a good meme I just find that now the memes are just it's the same on every page and I feel like we've seen most of them at this point like um but I do love all the bachelor memes those are that come out each week after like oh my god those are great but yeah I will say reels okay on that note Oh my gosh, wait. So are you watching Bachelor in Paradise right now? I'm not caught up, but I actually this morning when I first woke up, I was down a rabbit hole of Brendan and Piper drama because I saw that like something about they were literally talking about their follower count going up, like their master plan. And then so I was like, and people were posting memes and reels of how people were unfollowing them. And I was like, that is so hilarious that like bachelor nation can come together just to like spite these two because obviously everyone goes on there for like their fame nowadays I don't really think you could say anyone is purely on to just meet the right person the whole thing is weird to me because people get so aggressive about like you didn't come here for the right reasons and blah blah blah. it's like okay let's drop the term right reasons because that's just so old like we're done hearing right reasons like yeah everybody's on social media I think that everybody goes in being like, this is a good platform. Yeah. Everybody does. You can't yeah. sit there and say you don't, but they get, people get so pissed. And I almost feel like it's for TV for to sure. be like, they're here because they want a platform. It's like, you're here because you want a platform. Like everyone. Yeah. It's a, and I think it's just the unwritten rule is like, just don't say anything. You're all exactly just don't acknowledge it. We yeah. all know it for that reason. <laughs> I think they're like, okay, like this is a beautiful girl or like a good looking guy. And like, I'm obviously like, they're obviously like attracted to them. Yeah. It's like like arranged marriage in a sense. Like, it's like, you could develop feelings. You could even exactly, but that's just a bonus. If you get that. (laughs) 
This makes me sad because they, they kind of all wind up like looking alike after the show. Yeah. yeah. It, I think that is sad too, because you know, that like, that's the pressure on them to, you know, they're, they're obviously always getting photos taken, whether they're calling the pops on themselves or whatever, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's clearly like the pressure that they're feeling. And it's like, at what point, you know, I feel like a lot of the times you do, you scroll Instagram and people can do what they want, but it's like, you all just start to look identical. Yeah. And I think the thing that like we forget too, is like, these are all normal people, right? Like this could be like me or you going on the show. And it's sad because you don't really know how you're going to be edited and like perceived by people and people get like death threats after coming off the show, which is like so sad. I mean, people need to go to therapy after this. I can't imagine like being a actual celebrity and having people come at you like that and just saying the rudest stuff about like how you look and what you're wearing and like who you're like stuff about like their face or mannerisms it's like it's so mean but like we also I feel like when we're watching the show it's like fun it's like kind of part of the fun of watching it is like critical I know that sounds bad like if you're not gonna sit there and say you don't do that and you watch the show like you're lying It's one thing just to kind of like say that stuff to like your friends or whoever you're watching it with, but it's another to like go to that person's page when you do have a direct line of contact with them and you see that they read it. Like even I told you, like I had Twitter right up until I started dating Scott. And then I would read these direct tweets that people would quote after him after a team loss, but because he was the goalie and I had to delete it because I would get into such a dark and angry place. And it's just, it's crazy now that people have a direct line of communication with the person that they're talking to. And I don't think that people really think about that. Like they don't think before they say something. And it's like, um, you need to remember that the person that's behind the computer is actually a person. It's not a a robot. And so like the stuff that you're saying actually has meaning Mm-hmm. because maybe something they're saying is something that this person has been insecure about their entire life. And then like, think about maybe one person saying it times like 50 to a hundred to like a thousand people. Yeah. And like, it's so sad because there's some people that might not be stable enough. I mean, I don't know if it's ever actually happened yet at this point with that whole like bachelor nation, but like yeah. someone could take their life if it got so bad. Yeah. I, watch and then we can reel it back in but I my favorite reality tv show is love island like uk the uk version so good um and I I don't know I know that there's been at least two suicides um from previous seasons of like direct people and those fans like I mean it's it's obviously internationally people watch it but like just reading a lot of them like the fans from the uk like it would be the same thing like it's almost like that's their North star reality show. And they all just like, you're literally a superstar celebrity. So they've, I was reading some of the articles and like some of the former contestants have said, you know, they need to have better support once you leave the show, because you go on and you're a normal human, then you come back out and all of a sudden you're a celebrity and people can't deal with that. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Sorry to everyone that doesn't watch that. (laughs) Just press 30 seconds and speed through yeah. it. It's a, it's a good, it, it's about the bachelor, but it applies to life too. Battle of the Chris's Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth. Come on. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Evans. No. Well, my dog's named Captain America. So, uh, 
Scott thinks it's because we're true. Marvel fans, but I'm a Chris Evans fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, didn't tell you my insider secret, but he'll hear now if he listens to this episode. <laughs> I actually did one of those when there was those like lookalikes. Scott actually, one of the top celebs he matched with was Chris Evans. So that's what I always say to him. I was like, oh, but you kind of look like him. So it's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> that's funny because I, um, I love Dak Shepard. Oh, his podcast, like, is, like, other than this one, that's, like, my holy grail podcast. Oh, my God. Like, just to even put that in the same sentence, like, thank you. Yes. <laughs> but I, like, think he's really cute. And, like, people say that Charlie looks like him. So I'm like, I could see it, I guess, kind of. Too, for sure. And our son's name is Crosby. It's not after parenthood, but it True. could be. Yeah. No, Dax is awesome. Um, and finally, I don't know if there's any Twilight fans out there. I am a Twilight fan myself, but I think this one was the one that divided our nation more than anything. <laughs> team Edward or Team Jacob? Brittany, I have not watched Twilight. <laughs> you have watched Twilight. I haven't watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Both of them are missing a key piece of pop culture. I think that has to be our assignment this next hockey season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, so what are you though? You got to tell everyone. Um, I'm Team Edward. Um, I do reading the books. I kind of went up and I was like, oh, Team Jacob would be good, but it's just nah. Team Edward always. I mean, Rob Pattinson in that role, huge crush on him growing up. So he's a little bit broody, but hey. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I tried to read the book. It was like all the talk. And I was just like, I just, vampires are just not my, I'm just yeah. not into it. It's so cheesy now watching it, but there's like a comfort in that. Like I almost put it <laughs> in that Harry Potter, like, you know, friends where it's just like, if Scott's away, like sometimes like, it's almost like one of those yearly things. I'm like, all right, when am I going to have my twilight? And there's only stop. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I read while Scott was in the bubble last year I read because I was at home so I have all my like childhood books at home I reread all Twilight books and people like Britt you're in like your 20s and you're like 13 years old and I'm like yeah but there's a nostalgia about it you just can't replicate you guys (laughs) I have had a morning oh Oh no. Tell us. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's not even a good story. We just had like a massive mirror come out of the wall and shatter everywhere. Like everywhere. Was it not secured properly or how? Oh no. It's been there for 20 years. Like it is, (laughs) it was a lot and it happened in the middle of the night. And I just like, I thought I was going to go into labor. It scared. It was it happened in the middle of the night I would literally have a heart attack yeah it was the craziest noise you've ever heard it's a mat it takes up like the whole wall whatever anyways I'm so sorry no I'm like in shock that that happened did you think someone was breaking in no one okay yes but no but we genuinely were like what could that have been like it was the craziest noise it was just a massive mirror falling off of the wall and it was in my podcasting room. So now I'm in a closet. Sorry. Well, the acoustics sound great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you're totally fine. I feel like the closet is like the best place to record anyways. The chaotic energy that I have is just normal. So nothing new here. 
Okay. Well, Sarah, welcome to Breaking the Ice. Brittany and I are so excited to have you here with us today. Thank you guys. Honestly, <laughs> I'm so excited. I like, I love podcasting. Like when you reached out, I told you like I, any chance I can go on a podcast or help promote a podcast or just chat. I love it. I know it's so much fun and such a good outlet too. Devin and I were just talking before you hopped on the call about how small of um, a world the hockey community is. And I was actually on the phone with my dad last night and cause we talk every day and I was like, yeah. Um, he's like, who are you interviewing tomorrow? And I was like, Oh, Sarah Gretzky. And he's like, no way. He's like, I actually played hockey with her father-in-law. So not on the same team, but like, cause I think um, your father-in-law and his family were from like the West side of the city. And like my dad grew up on the East side of Toronto, but like they would play against each other in hockey tournaments. So I was like, it's really, it's so special just to have these like little connections. And now like their generation, like they would kind of have, you know, seen each other and played against each other. And now you and I are just like here on this podcast today. I'm like, it's so cute. I just love little stories like that. It's so crazy because I'm someone who still to this day does not understand hockey. I mean, if I ask Ty one more time, what is the blue line? He's going to just like (laughs) freak out. So it's crazy to hear stories like that because I know how small the hockey community is, but then every time I hear a story, I'm like, that's just wild. Like it really is so small. Yeah. That's so fun. I feel like there's always someone that knows someone that knows someone like Uh, any team that we go to, or just like has any sort of connection. It's crazy. It is crazy. And a lot of times, like we have so many friends, like so many of Ty's friends play in the NHL. So I'm not a hockey wife, but sometimes I'm like, I know so many of them. And it's so funny how they know each other. And it's just crazy. The, the world is sometimes a little too small. I know. Don't they say like everybody knows each other by like four people or something in the world? I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So watch what you say people. Cause you never yeah. know who's listening. Uh, hence my husband always being like the podcasting, like it's all, you know, it's out there forever. I'm like, don't worry. I've got it under control. (laughs) I know. Sometimes I'll like say something and I'll like go tell Charlie what we talked about. He's like, you didn't say that in there. Did you? And I was like, oh, I did. Ty doesn't even know how to turn on the podcast app. So I don't think he's ever listened to an episode I've ever done on any podcast ever. And I'm a okay. with (laughs) No rules. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, eh. Well, will you tell everybody just a little bit about who you are, where you're from, how you met your husband, what's going on with you? Oh my gosh. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. I always start sweating at these because I just feel like it's like (laughs) kind of boring. So um, my name is Sarah Gretzky. I'm a Scorpio. That's how I always start everything. Um, (laughs) I'm from Texas, hence me not knowing anything about hockey ever. Um, I met my husband in Arizona where we went to college our senior year. Um, We had mutual friends who were dating and then we started dating. And honestly, the rest is history. Like it was game, set, match. And I'd never been to a hockey game when I met him. He took me to my first Arizona Coyotes. That was my first hockey game. My husband played for that organization. Really? There you go. Another little connection. Yeah. Those were my first, the first year we dated, those were the only games I had ever been to. And I, we've been together nine years. Crazy. We're about to have a baby, even crazier. And 
in my free time, no, I'm kidding. Um, I have a podcast called the net chick. I started it last year with my co-host Natalie Buck. She's one of my dear friends and she's an actor comedian. She's just a real trip. And last year, everyone was a little depressed in 2020. And so we just really were like, what can we do to forget about the world, forget about everything, but you know, what's going on in our home. And we found that everyone was talking about Netflix. Everyone was talking about TV shows, Hulu, HBO. That's all we were doing last year. And so we were like, let's just start a podcast where we recap, you know, all the shows that people love and all the shows that people love that we hate and all the shows that we hate that people like (laughs) it's endless content. And I had been podcasting one of my really good friends, Jana has a podcast, the wind down. And that's really where I kind of got like my taste for podcasting. Um, I would kind of go on with her anytime she needed. And I just love it. I mean, I've got a face for radio and this is right up my alley. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, for now, I'm always, my husband's always like, it's always a new project with you. And it's um, (laughs) a blessing and a curse. I can't sit still, but I have just found, I love podcasting a lot and I love the, the outlet a and B, I just love being able to connect with people. Like even with you guys right now, like I love being able to connect and chat and just give whoever it is a space to just, I mean, sometimes we come on our podcast and we vent. Sometimes we are happier than ever. You just never know what you're going to get. And that's what I love about podcasting. I know. Well, first of all, you are a natural. I've listened to some of your episodes and it's just so relatable because you're just, like I said yesterday on my Instagram page, like, I feel like you're someone that I would literally just like hang out with. And so when I'm listening to your podcast or just following along on Instagram, it just cracks me up because you sometimes say things that like, I would totally think about as well. But I love that you started a podcast based on entertainment and pop culture, because you're so right. That's pretty much like what we were living last year when everybody was bored as shit during a pandemic. Totally. It's all there was to do. And it's like, if we're all group texting with our girlfriends who we can't see, we may as well put it out there. And like the amount of messages that Natalie and I got being like, I haven't seen my sister in eight months. I haven't seen my best friends in a year. Like you guys are making me feel like I'm with them, which I'm sure you guys get the same. Cause you're two girls chatting. It's just nice to, um, you know, there's the occasional, like, wow, you talk way too fast, slow down. You're so annoying. <laughs> but for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, it feels good to be able to help connect people and, you know, connect with them. I mean, I love listening to podcasts. I'm a huge supporter. Mm-hmm. So I always think, what do my favorite podcasts do? And what can I, what can we try and do to make, you know, our listeners as excited as I get when I listen? What's your favorite podcast? So I love how I built this um, just because I retain better information when I hear it. And I feel like I am like, I'll like spew out facts. I'll be like, Ty, did you know five guys was started by a father and his four sons? Hence the five guy or like (laughs) all of a sudden I go on a Southwest airlines rant or a Starbucks. I'm just so interested in business. It's something I just love. Um, So that's one of my favorite. I also think Guy Raz has like an amazing podcast voice. I love the morning toast. They're mm-hmm. just one of my like daily go-tos. Yeah. Um, I love the skinny confidential, not skinny, but not fat. I mean, there's so many that I'm just, I'm 
I've been walking a lot with the pregnancy. So all I do is listen to podcasts. Brett, what's your favorite podcast? We were talking a little bit about this just before you hopped on the call, Sarah, but I'm obsessed with um, Dak Shepard and the armchair expert. Everyone is. Yeah. I I don't even know. I just stumble. I feel like I've been a pretty, what what he calls them armchairies. I've been an armchairie for very long. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. Um, Because I love that. Like we were talking like Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, uh, Kirsten Bell, Dak Shepard. Um, I love that little friendship group. So I just started listening for him because I was like, oh, you know, maybe he'll have his friends on. And then my husband and I were driving um, to visit friends of ours the one day and he just got Prince Harry to go on a few months ago. And I was like, this podcast, like, it's amazing, like the connections that he can make. And being such a pop culture fanatic myself, I love it just and it's, it's not just like, you know, actors, like Mm -hmm. he's such an array of people on there and I'm just so excited to add the net chicks to my roster now yeah I didn't know about it and I'm like damn like I literally will be watching reality tv and Scott will be like like he doesn't watch it sometimes he'll get like into it if there's like really big but I'm like I just want someone to talk to this with so it's nice now that you guys provided an outlet for that that is us. (laughs) I feel like too, like the best kind of friends are the ones that are like watching the same reality TV shows with you. And you guys are just exchanging like rapid fire texts back and forth about it. It's like the best and funniest thing ever. And that's why I feel like your podcast is too. It's just like listening to what you would be texting your friends about. Oh, totally. And then there will be times like when we watch mayor of East town, where I was just like, holy shit, what is going on? Every episode of every, like, it's fun to do. We try and mix it up so that it's not just reality or it's not just, you know, murder crime. And so that makes it fun week to week. But yeah, I love TV. Yeah. I mean, we do too. And we have a fun game for you planned at the end of our episode, but I want to hear about your pregnancy. So when are you due and how are you feeling? So I'm doing literally three weeks. Um, side note, I was like, I hope she doesn't like go into labor like a day before we're supposed to record this. And Brittany's like, what if she goes into labor while we're recording this? I I (laughs) thought I was going to go into labor like last night because of the chaos that was ensuing in my household. But yeah, if I make funny faces, it's because she is out of room and she is just like all over my stuff. It's a lot. The, the, the kicks were so fun and cute in the beginning and they still are, but now they hurt. And now she just wants out. And I'm like, that was an elbow or that was a foot. And that hurt. Um, (laughs) I'm doing three weeks any day now. Um, it's been amazing. I am so lucky because I'm someone who I say this on my podcast all the time and thankfully it's my own listeners. So they don't give me too much shit, but I'm so lucky. Um, I can't complain about anything. I have had the easiest pregnancy, um, ever. My sister and I were pregnant at the same time and we couldn't have been more opposite. And so I know how lucky I am. I've wanted this for so long that I think even if it was hard, I'm one of those people who, um, you know, my mom is a Mexican Sicilian. My dad is a country man. So complaining is not an option. Be thankful for what you have. So I think even if it was tough, I would just be so happy because that's just kind of how I am. I'd be like, get over it, Sarah. You know, I had a miscarriage last year in quarantine. And so I constantly am going back to that. Like, 
I'm just so thankful to have a pregnancy and a healthy baby. The last, I will start to complain. These last couple of weeks have been really hard. Um, just because I'm in Texas, it's really hot and she's, she's running out of room. Yeah. Um, Those last like few weeks, cause I was pregnant during the pandemic. I had my son in November uh, and I was fine. And everyone's going to say, you're going to get to a point where you're going to want that baby out. And I was like, kind of like you, I was very blessed with a, like a easy yeah. pregnancy. I loved being pregnant. Same. I, towards the end, I was like, totally fine. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to hit that point. I don't think I'm going to hit that point. And then I got to like 37 weeks and I was like looking at myself in the shower and I was just like, I can no longer see parts of myself and I need this child to come out now because I can't move. (laughs) No, I'm five, two. And so I stopped seeing things a long time ago, but last night Ty and I were laying in bed and I kind of was like, I want her, I want to meet her. So I want her out, but I'm going to miss being pregnant so much. I can't explain it. And you know, to a man, it's like, they will never understand. And so he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't know, Ty. Also, I'm tired. I'm saying weird things, but <laughs> I'm, I'm really going to miss being pregnant. Cause I love the feeling of never really being alone. Um, Ty travels a lot. He has to travel a lot. And so, you know, it's just a crazy, it's such a weird feeling. And our bodies, our bodies are so weird. And I'm so thankful every night, every single night. I'm like, thank you, God, for my body. Thank you body for doing this to me. Thank you for handling this. Like, cause I'm really scared for labor. <laughs> so I'm just like mentally prepping my body to be like, I love you. You're amazing. You can do this. Two of my older sisters had preeclampsia gained 60 pounds. were on bed rest. Like it's tough. Some people don't have it, you know, Mm -hmm. as easy. And I know that. So I am very grateful for, for my situation. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good, like mantra too. going into labor is to just keep telling yourself that even when you're in labor, if you can in between time, just like we're working together to like get you out safely. And it kind of like helps get you through it. I asked my husband last night, I'm like, okay. Cause I said, I said something along the lines, like I'm not I don't have anxiety, but I'm just feeling a little anxious knowing that, you know, it's happening. I mean, here's my hospital bag, not packed, so I'm not ready, but he, he's like, no, I'm going to be there. Like I got you. And I was like, what are you going to say? Like, what, what are you going to do when I'm in there? And he's like, well, I'm going to just, you know, tell you like, you're amazing. I'm like, no, I need more than that. Like what mantras are you going to say? What chance are we going to do? He was like, I'm going to tell you that you've got this. I'm like, I'm going to need more. I'm going to need more from you. And then I started reading like all these, he's like, Sarah, just calm down. I'm like, I know I'm just, I don't, I'm a planner. So not knowing is throwing me for a loop. Does he have a career where he can like, just drop everything and be there for you? Like when you go into the labor? So thankfully, yes, he does Gretzky hockey schools, which is summer camps for kids five Monday through Friday. So it's just like a week in different cities. Um, I think this is his, this was his seventh or eighth year. Um, Mm -hmm super proud of him. Cause I've been there from the beginning watching it all. And before this summer, um, I was at all of them. I was doing merch. I was doing lunches. I was talking parents off a cliff. I was helping Johnny when he got, when his stick broke, like I have always been <laughs> there. All trades. Yeah. And it, coming from someone tied, be like, can you tie their skates? I'm like, I no, 
Like, I don't even know. No, I can't. And you say you're not a hockey wife. No, that I can't do. I'm like, when it comes to the gear, no, but I can, (laughs) I can help a crying child or a child who's hot or like needs a dollar for the snack shack. But (laughs) this summer, obviously I was not. And I'm, I'm thankful that his timeline is really his busy time is April to like September. And so we, we got really lucky with the timeline because, um, I mean, we were apart. The longest we were apart this summer was three weeks, which was hard just because he feels like he's missing out. You know, he'd be like, oh my God. And with me, you know, one week I'm growing three weeks. I'm like, welcome home. <laughs> I'm huge. Um, but he is finished. And so he's here now. And thankfully, yes, when it comes to me going into labor, he has a couple projects coming up, but they actually, everything is working out. If all goes as planned and she comes around the right time, we should be good. But, um, he is, we have both wanted, I mean, since we met, this is all we've talked about. So if he weren't in the vicinity, he would make sure he was there. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And I think, did you, I don't know if this was like a family member or something, but I saw you posted on your Instagram that you asked a psychic or something, or like an astrologist when your baby was going to come. Did I? I swear you did. Maybe it was like a family member or someone that was into astrology. (laughs) My aunt. Oh my God. My aunt Debbie. Oh, she's going to be so happy. (laughs) No, no. Okay. So let me explain. So when (laughs) ties away, so it's a lot right now. We're living with my parents because quarantine or COVID we left California. His parents left California. It's been a lot. He was traveling all summer. So I kind of posted up here. Then all of a sudden I'm in my third trimester and I'm like, I guess we're having this baby in Texas because we haven't really gotten there yet. We thought we could move, buy a house, do all that while I was pregnant. No, we can't. So when Ty would be gone, my aunt would come up and we say babysit me, my aunt Debbie. And so she would come stay with me and she'd have her wine. And we just got into this routine where, um, we would just, you know, watch birthing videos and whatever. So one night she had a little too much wine and she starts, you know, we need to figure out when this baby's coming. We need to like put all the vibes and the energy into the world and the universe. And so she started looking up when are full moons. Cause I guess women tend to go into labor on full moons because our bodies are mostly water. The full moon affects well, anyways. So that's what she was doing. She was looking at the full moon for September. And when when she thinks this baby's coming and I was loving every second of it. I'm like, live your life. Tell me, predict whatever you want. Oh, she'll be so happy to think that people thought she was like legit. <laughs> I am so into that stuff. I am uh, like a total believer. Same. Like, wow. So when is, what's the, when's the full so, moon? So the full moon in September is I believe September 20th. I believe September. Now I can't remember if it's the 20th or the 22nd something like that. Um, and my, my, my prediction was that she would come on September 23rd. Ty predicted October 1st. So that's my birthday. Shut up. Yeah. 23rd is my dad's birthday. Shut (laughs) up. And my mom's birthday is September 29th. Um, Ty's grandpa, Walter was October 7th, I believe. So it's like, we've got a lot going on. Um, so I'm like, she's going to be born on someone's birthday. Well, and at the end of the day, she's a Libra, which is like the best sign. If I do say so myself. That's what. <laughs> to ask what sign that was. So yeah. it's a 
My mom is a Libra. And so I'm like, I vibe well with Libras always have. Um, We'll see. I mean, I don't know when this comes out, but maybe I'll have a baby next week. (laughs) Oh, I probably won't. Oh God. I hope not. I'm not ready for that. Britt, what's your sign? I'm an Aries, April 10th. Okay. So we got a good balance. Yeah. Good balance. Fire sign. Someone in my family's birthday is April 10th and I'm having pregnancy brain and I hope they don't listen to this. Whose birthday? (laughs) The magic of editing. I know. I I think one of my nephews, but yeah, I am so excited for baby to say the least. So side note, if you're into astrology, what I did with my son is I looked up like the, cause he was either going to be a Scorpio or a Sagittarius. And I looked up like the mother child relationship with astrology. So like, it's actually, there's a lot of cool stuff online. It's like kind of like a little bit, but like there's, I was reading about like the Libra mom and the Sagittarius like child. And like, it tells you all this crazy stuff if you're into it. Um, listen, anyone who's the, any of our chicklets listening is like, wow, Sarah is quaking right now because this is for my baby shower. I got like four different astrology books for me and people bought me Virgo and Libra. Cause like, they were like, we don't know what she's going to be. Oh yeah. No. Like I've got my bases. I'm all into that. Yes. Look it up. Google it. Side note on that. It, that just kind of reminded me, did you guys growing up, like, you know, the like J 14 M magazines, like all those, like, you know, pop culture teen magazines growing up or maybe even Cosmo too. There was always like those ones where it's like, pick your sign and your crush's sign and like see how you'd be. I don't even think Scott is a Leo. So he's a fire sign as well. But I remember, I I don't even think I've looked at it with us, which now I'm probably going to do after we record. But I remember like my crushes when I was like probably a preteen teenager, I would be like, oh, we're either good together or like, oh no, I have to move on. We're not. (laughs) Oh, that is the absolute first thing I do when I met my husband. I looked it up. He's a cancer. I'm a Scorpio. We literally could not be better for each other. I was like, thank God, because I had my fair share of Leos and Virgos and it was just not happening. And the cancer to my, we are perfectly in sync. He's very, he's a, he's a cancer and I am a Scorpio. So, so, but those are both really stubborn signs. They are, but he breaks like he breaks me <laughs> sound like a wild in a good way in a good yeah, way yeah I see what you mean he yeah. um he has really softened me and we we filled out these things I got them on Amazon they're like really cute for the baby it was like not a game it's just like baby prediction and it says like what day do you think what time you know wait all that and it says what do you hope baby gets from mom and dad and whatever vice versa and he wrote, I hope she gets your toughness. And I literally started crying and I'm like, why is that the best compliment you could give me? Cause like he always makes, that is something that we always talk about. He's like, you're so tough. Like you're just so, and I'm like, I know (laughs) five girls. I really had to (laughs) battle in this world. No. Um, it's just a trait that I definitely get from my mom. But, um, and I definitely hope I pass on to my daughter, but that was like the biggest compliment he could have given me because I think a lot of men are turned off or weirded out or just like, why are you so rough or not so soft? I'm not a hugger. I don't like to cuddle. Um, I don't like to be touched, (laughs) but he has, you know, after nine years, he's definitely softened me. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. My, my husband is, a. we have the same birthday. Shut the same up. year 
It is the worst, you guys. Like, so, know which time you were born at? So he is born like a few hours before me, but it, okay, I should take that back. Like, he usually lets me kind of like do You're like he's gonna hear this. Yeah, I'm like I'm just getting like I'm not actually gonna well, let's just start over. I'm gonna clip that little part out. Everyone's always like, oh my gosh, that's so cute that you guys share a birthday. Like, I no. love that, and I'm thinking, okay, no, I grew up loving my birthday. I love having a day all about me. Sorry. Every other day. I don't care. It's my birthday. I want to do what I want. I want to go where I want, eat what I want. I will soak in all the love, give it to me. And now I have to wake up and go happy birthday. No, that's my nightmare. Like that is my nightmare. I celebrate my birthday for the entire month. Yes. Like birthday weeks. It almost like is literally like you're celebrating Christmas. Exactly. Each other gifts. Like, it's just like a, like, it's not one or the other. It's just kind of, maybe you should like, you should celebrate your birthday first and then give him like the next day. Well, that's what everyone says. And then the funny thing is now my son's birthday is on Thanksgiving. So there's another thing that's taken from me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Kidding. But like, it's just like, can we just like, oh, and then my husband's brother and his mom share the same birthday so it's like oh my this is a lot these kids just fall on on other people's days oh my gosh I know we're joking like if my daughter's born on my mom's birthday I'm like oh my god we are gonna have joint birthdays for life it will be like it will be and my mom loves her birthday so I mean this is the best gift I could give her um but in the coming years, it's going to be like, oh my God, grandma's 70th and you're like 10th. I don't know. We're going to have to choose which party we go to. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, he usually lets me pick the restaurant and stuff. Like he knows that it's a bigger deal to me than to him. So he's pretty good about it, but it's like not the best waking up and having to say happy B-day to the person who's in the bed with you. Oh God. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's okay. I mean, it is what it is. Can't change it. (laughs) That's funny. That's love. Yeah. So do you have any pregnancy cravings? So every time someone asks me this and I say, no, um, Ty's like, really? Because you made us go to in and out four days in a row. And that's when I knew things were getting weird. I'm like, oh, okay. So I would say my cravings have been burgers. I've been craving a lot of burgers and this is so gross. (laughs) Milk, like anything that's just like milk. Like I have cereal every night. And if I don't have cereal, I have a big cold with ice milk, like a big cup of milk. Yeah. Um, milkshakes, ice cream. Cause like I'm, I'm a, I love sugar, but I'm a sour candy till I die. Like I used to have secret stashes. Like I just love candy and it was always a joke. I'd be like, do you have any sour candy? And I'd like pull it out of wherever it was the last nine months. He's like, oh my God he'll ask me for candy. And I'm like, I don't even have it. I don't even want it. I want cookies and I want cake and cupcakes and ice cream. And yeah, it's a lot. Well, I feel like you can't go wrong. And it's also just a time and excuse to eat like literally whatever you want. So it's funny that you say that because I, and I think this also goes back to my sister's, um, gaining 60 pounds and like being in the hospital, literally their entire last two months of pregnancy. I think, cause I'm so small. I was so conscious of like, okay, I need to make sure like I'm healthy. And like, I was, 
I never was sick the first trimester, but I had zero appetite. It was the worst. I just no cravings, just aversions to everything I loved. So I think I, I may have lost a little weight in the first trimester, but everyone's like, Oh my gosh, like enjoy it. You're eating for two. And I'm like, I don't think for once I have actually eaten for two. I've just allowed myself to eat like, okay, that cupcake looks good. I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to have five. My sister was like, Oh, I used to eat like five. Like if I saw one cupcake, I was eating five. I'm like, well, that's why you were in the hospital. So, um, people are always like, you look like you like, my Instagram is always filled with like really nice people being like, Oh my gosh, you look so good. Like you don't look like you've gained weight or people being like, you haven't gained any weight. And it's like, well, I definitely have. Cause I'm five, two, um, I've gained 25 pounds. It's all in one area. Um, but I think, you know, to anyone who's pregnant or listening, like, that's a big thing is like, people love to say like, you're eating for two, you're eating for two. Um, but I don't know if you really are. <laughs> Just have like a healthy relationship. Just ha- Yeah. Like, trust me, there are nights where I go a little too far, but, um, then I feel sick. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know when I'm not pregnant. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like knowing to have a balance, but I mean, don't get me wrong. These last three weeks, um, I told him like, I feel like I've eaten more these last three weeks than I have like the whole time. And I guess sometimes like when the baby drops, that happens. Cause you finally have room, like your stomach finally has room. And I'm like, I'm me again. Like I'm crushing these meals. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Any tip to anyone who's pregnant or who's like, I don't know, because I only say that because the weight really for my sisters, it really creeped up on them at the end. It really like came in hot. And that's when they had to, both of them had, um, the, they had to like, they went into the doctor for like a weekly checkup and they were like, you need to go have this baby now. I mean, you are, you know, it, it can get dangerous if uh-huh. you, um, have too many Krispy creams, which I was kind of <laughs> on that route for a minute, but I've been very active, which I'm happy about. I love, I love walking. Um, that's all I've really done every day. I just like to walk being outside. Um, and so I think if, as long as you just, you know, have your, have your burger and milkshake, but then as soon as you can try and mix in a salad and salmon. I was like, <laughs> I love salmon. Literally the first trimester, I was like throwing up, looking at it. Ty's like, this is going to be a long nine months. Like what is going on? Who are you? Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Like just the things it's your body experiences. So it's are you, so are you going to be into any of like the wives tales trying to get labor to all of them, all of them. Starting Have you tried any? No. Um, next week I'm going to start doing all the things. I mean, I've been yeah, going to, chiro- I've been going to a chiropractor, um, just because just to kind of like get my, my, um, small frame prepared. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to like break my tailbone. I've been reading like <laughs> horror stories. Um, but I, I'm into all of the things. My mom, my sister had her baby like seven weeks ago. And the night before my mom made her like a spicy ass fiesta feast, like with all the spices. And literally she went into labor at 2am. So I'm like, I will be walking all the Hills. I will be doing all the things. Yeah. Um, cause I would like her to naturally, I would like to naturally go into labor. That like my mom, when I was, uh, before I was born, her, my aunt, her sister took her to a fish and chips place. And she was just like, you're going to have, so she had like fried fish, like French fries. And then they went for like 
fudge after. And my dad was actually on the golf course because he wasn't, but my aunt was like, we're getting this baby out. So my aunt had to like get the mar- marshal at the golf course to go get my dad. He like finished his putt and then they drove to the hospital. Wait. That combo of food just like pushed me out. I don't know if it's like that is fried so- fish and chocolate, but it worked for her. So. Same thing happened to my dad. My dad was on a golf course. My mom went into her like 39 week appointment or whatever, you know, checkup and they're like, yeah. you're dilated. You're having this baby. And so she, yeah. my aunt like had to take her and my dad was on the golf course. I'm like, how did you guys find each other back then? We literally just had this conversation because there weren't cell phones. She's like, I don't even remember. I think I called the country club. Like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, that would be very fitting for my husband to be on the golf course. Oh, you. and same. it was, it was like, April 10th. So it was the Sunday of the masters at that point. (laughs) So in the delivery room, my dad was talking to the doctor who was also a golf fan about like who was going to win the masters. And my mom was just like, Uh, uh, yeah, she was like, shut up. What? This is not going to (laughs) fly. I'm actually very thankful that we're in Texas. It's so funny because being in LA or any, I mean, we've only lived in LA, but even when we travel to New York or Canada or whatever, it's like, last name and you like spell it out and they're like uh and you're like I get so embarrassed I get so embarrassed every time because I'm like "Uh, it's so awkward like because every time unless you're in Texas they're like Gretzky Gretzky like like the hockey play like and I'm like um I don't know yeah but I'm so thankful being here. And we were just talking about it. Cause I'm like, thank God I don't have a doctor who's like a hockey fan or like obsessed because I would be like, this is about me. I am right here. Focus on me. <laughs> like, and it's not during hockey season. So there won't be any games on like, that's really funny. Yes. I'm actually like, so glad you brought that up because I, don't, I didn't even think of like asking that, but does that get so annoying? I have just watched Ty go through it for nine years and right. he is the most, I'm going to brag about him right now. Ty <laughs> Gretzky, my husband, my daughter's father is the most (laughs) humble, kind, genuine. Like I can't even think of enough words. And it's, it sometimes gets annoying because everyone on our little baby prediction was like, I hope she gets ties like kind soul and heart. (laughs) And I'm like, what about me? (laughs) Um, But he is the most humble guy ever that seven out of 10 times when he has to give a last name or spells it. If someone asks, is there any relation? He'll say no. Or he'll say like, he's my uncle. Um, he very rarely is like, that's my dad. I mean, how awkward, right? There's been a couple of times actually where like a, when we fly, um, it's, it's so funny. Cause it's always when we fly, um, where they end up, you know, he'll, he'll be like, yeah. And there was a guy at Southwest baggage, in LAX who him and Ty became like this. And it was really cute. Ty would bring him gear and, and he just, he, he did admit to him that it was his dad, but I've watched him do that for so long that I think it's kind of, it like kind of groomed me to be prepared. Um, but it's awkward. Cause I mean, we've only been married for a year and a, a half or longer. I don't know. Uh, over a year. So I haven't had to really in like the first year I was in quarantine. So I never really had to like give it. Um, but I do get, it is weird. It's definitely weird because it's such a distinct last name. It's right. not like hit or Anist. It's like, there literally are no other Gretzky's in the world. Like, I mean, there right. are, but yeah. very rarely. Um, and so I always laugh like with his cousins. I'm like, how do you guys like 
what's like the protocol? Like, how do we do this? <laughs> and I guess I should have like rephrased how I asked that question, but I just like, when people like ask me a lot of questions, like strangers, if, you know, if you're just like out at the store and you're like not wanting to talk to anyone and like, it's just, as kind of invasive. So that's kind of what I meant by it. Cause I feel like it would just be like, okay, like, I don't want to like get into this big conversation because yes, it's totally. just my family, you know? It, well, and then with social media now, it's like, okay, well now you have my first and last name. So now this is awkward. like, I posted something the other day and my sister and I was talking about someone and my sister was like, Sarah, they could like totally like follow you. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Oh, well, <laughs> like, what am I going to do now? It's out there. I already posted it. So it, um, but I'm very, he's very proud of his last name. And obviously he's so proud of his dad. And so I love that family unit that like, now I'm so proud and, and now I get to carry that. And, but let me tell you, Naomi, I, I, I texted his mom and I'm like, how did you name five kids with this last name? It is a hard last name to like, yeah, child. because it's so, especially I keep, I keep telling people like the last name is so the association is like a male hockey player, the best, yes. the greatest ever that I'm like, I, I love, I love like, um, what's the word? Like not same sex names, like Charlie for a girl. Like I love yeah, like gender like, neutral, gender yeah. neutral, oh, same sex. I don't know what's going on, with my dad. but <laughs> I, I almost, saying. I almost feel like, I mean, his sister is Paulina. His little sister is Amelia. They call her Emma. Like, I feel like you have to have like such a feminine name to kind of offset the the hockey last name. I don't know. It's, it sounds weird, but trust me when I'm trying to think of a name, it's hard. She doesn't have a name by the way. Have you guys like, when you talk about names and brainstorm, do you guys generally agree? Because even we're still like a year out from trying, but I'll like bring up names to him that I think are the best. And he's like, absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> His biggest thing that I hate is he'll just be like, she's that name sounds like a hooker. And I'm like, oh, oh sound like a hooker like every single one oh, I'm like, no. a beautiful name <laughs> guys are very I have found they're very trick like I'll say something and he's like nope my mom had a friend uh in like 30 years ago I'm like triggered by like, a name <laughs> how do you even remember that um we joke because this is someone who never saw our wedding venue never I I planned the entire which I'm thankful for I mean he was like this is you you do whatever you want um had no opinions really he could have cared less he just was like this is the best party ever I just am excited to get married yeah and now I'm like and now you want to come in with these with these names but I said to him the other day I said we have like a it's not that we don't agree we just both we both keep thinking like we can do better we can do better yeah (laughs) and I said the other day I'm like this is it (laughs) I'm like I have a really hard time believing that after I go through all that is labor, you're going to tell me no when I say this is her name. <laughs> and he's like, that's so not fair. But I actually, a lot of people are like, who cares? He doesn't care. But I'm like, I want him to like the name. I want him to, I would love for us to agree or for him to have, you know, say, but um, yeah, we just can't quite, we can't quite nail it down. I will say as a boy mom, my husband was a lot less particular about the boy name as he was for the girls. Like the girl, or wait, did I say that correctly? Like for the girls, like he was yeah. like, no, 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 no. And the boy, I'm telling you, we had a name, like when we found out it was a boy, we like already had his name picked out. 
we had boy like I thought she I thought we were having a boy and I had boy names boy names are just I don't know easier the girl the girl is throwing me and then you know someone or now I have friends who are pregnant and like they have their baby and they name it's just like it's a lot earlier in the episode you mentioned that you had a miscarriage and I know that you've been really open about that on your social media which I want to say like I think that you're actually really helping a lot of people by sharing that and I don't know if you guys have noticed but like over social media even the last like couple of years I feel like it's something that's become a lot more discussed which makes me really happy because I think that in the past a lot of people have felt that they have to like hide that or they're ashamed or feel guilt so I just want to thank you for sharing that and I want to know like having that happen to you during a pandemic, during COVID, like, what was that like for you? So thank you. That's very nice of you. Um, I sharing that was, it wasn't the hard. it wasn't that hard. And I say that because when it happened, it happened on Easter. So we had only been married for like a month and a half. Um, and we were in Colorado, we were together. Um, I was, I did not know what was going on. I thought, I thought I was dying. Like I, it was, it was like the movies in the sense where it's like, I mean, not to get graphic, but you know, you're like, um, I'm bleeding. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm bleeding. And he's like, okay. Like what? He doesn't know. That's not, you know, I, I had no I had no idea what entailed a miscarriage and what, what was a miscarriage. And so I went down a rapid hole of like, where can I read about this? Where can I learn about this? Who has posted about this? And so going back to why I shared, I wanted to share because I'm like, as soon as I shared the amount of texts I got from my mom's friends, from Ty's family members, from my family members, from random girls from high school and college who had had miscarriages, but never told anyone. I'm like, this is insane because if I would have known I would have called you and we could have talked it through, but it's just crazy that there is so much guilt and there is so much shame. I mean, I remember sobbing being like, how do I tell like we have wanted this and, and you don't, you know, when it happens, you don't know why it happens and you very rarely know why it happens. And so all you can feel is that you are responsible. And I said this on my girlfriend, Jana's podcast, you know, everyone can say it's not your fault. It's not your fault. But if I'm driving a car and someone hits me and my child's in the backseat, even though it wasn't my fault, I was driving and I was in charge. And so it's such a a mind F if you know what I mean, it is. And, and being in quarantine made it harder because, you know, we called my parents and told my parents, and then it literally happened the next day. And it was like, Oh my God, like, I wish I could be with my mom. I wish I could be with my sisters. And Ty was amazing. I mean, we went through more last year than we did in eight years. Like it, if you have the right partner, it can definitely bring you closer, but it is, um, it's tough. It really is. And that's why I, I am always like anyone I know who's gone through it or anyone who follows me, like I will try to respond to messages. I will try to give you 
advice, but everyone's different. And it's, I mean, not to get like so sad, but it is, it's hard. It's really, it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah. And I think too, I, when you said you found out the next day after you had just told your family from going from such a high to such a low, I I mean, I can't even imagine that feeling for you. I started journaling that day because I was like, I want to remember this. I want to remember how I feel because, you know, I know I'm going to get pregnant and I know I'm going to have a baby. And, you know, I didn't know how it was going to go down, but I'm like, I always want to remember this feeling so that I'm grateful. And so that I can, you know, my mom didn't have any miscarriages. And so, you know, she was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I I'm just here, but I'm like, I want to be able to, you know, tell my daughter, like, yeah, you know, I want to tell her the story because it's just, it's so the one thing I want to stress is how common it is. And that doesn't make it easier, but like, it's crazy how common it is. Like it really is insane. And so, you know, I had, I had someone reach out to me, um, a month ago, one of someone in our life and tell me, you know, she's like, I haven't told anyone, but I just, I need to talk. And I sat on the phone for an hour and I'm like, listen, like, let's talk because that's the craziest thing. Saying it is the hardest part. I had a miscarriage is the hardest part. And when she said it, she started crying. And I'm like, look, the hardest part's over. You saying it out loud is now over. Um, and it's just, it's tough. It's so, I don't know why, but it's so taboo. And I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it's just something that is. Hopefully with, you know, you and so many others speaking up about it, especially through social media, it just, it'll help people realize how common it is. Um, because, you know, I follow multiple girls and even just, you know, problems getting pregnant as well. Oh, just, there's so many different areas. Um, Scott and I, towards the end of the pandemic last year, we should have started trying earlier, but towards the end of the, of the year, we're like, you know what, let's just try it. We're not going to yeah. be scientific. So we tried for a few months and the first month was actually the hardest. Cause I think I was just kind of like, I'm going to get pregnant. right Oh, now. totally. Yeah. And then it got to a certain point where I'm like, our, we're married, but our, you know, ceremonies next summer, I want to, I don't want to be pregnant for that. So I'm like, let's put a pin in it. But it's just amazing knowing that there's so many different areas. Like you could have problems getting pregnant, then you have problems staying pregnant, then it's delivery. And then it's, you know, so it's, it's amazing that you and so many other women are speaking up about this. It's a process for sure. And that is something that, I mean, even when I posted that we were pregnant, I mean, I was like, listen, everybody, this took a year. Like, don't think that, you know, for anyone who's new around here, this didn't just happen. I'm not someone who was like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? Like we were trying, like there was, you know, people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, I was doing acupuncture. I was trying to get my body, mind and soul. Right. And I mean, I wasn't right. My mind was not right after, after that. And I'm, I'm grateful for the timeline now because I'm like, I look back and I was so, I mean, thank God that I started the podcast because that gave me an outlet, but I wasn't right. I was not in my right mind. And so, um, I know when you said we should have started trying, it's like, no, you shouldn't have, you should do it whenever you want, whenever you're ready. And whenever, you know, it's, oh my God, I could go on a rant about this. I told Ty, I'm like, I'm going to make this my mission one day. Like, I'm going to be the person who like, it's just like, 
half the time it's the guy's fault. Like, I just want to go out and say like half the time, if you're not getting pregnant, it's not your fault. It's the guy, but they don't, that's not an option until after a year. And it's (laughs) like, Jesus, like you are poking and prodding and sending me in for all of these things. I mean, for me, I had PCOS. So I kind of, I was the problem. It's just like, come on. Like we have so many friends who are doing IVF or doing this, that, and the other. And it's like, you know, after three years, they find out, oh, it was him. And it's like, no shame to her or him, but like, let's treat everyone equal. Let's get him checked as soon Uh as, you know, you're, I was going in for ultrasounds, looking at my, you know, when I was ovulating, looking at my ovaries, doing all these things, doing, um, what is that one thing I did? I don't know. It didn't work. I took some, (laughs) and got a shot and it didn't work. But, um, anyways, I'm like, shit. Like, well, if it was just something that was more commonly spoken about, people would have the resources and information. People would just be more knowledgeable about the topic, but that's the thing is I feel like, well, thank God it's like becoming more common to discuss, but yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't know much about it until it's happening to them and they start doing the research. I do nothing. I'm like, what do you mean ovulating? So I ovulate every two weeks. Oh, actually, no, I'm not. I'm actually not ovulating. So I knew nothing about it. And um, yeah, man, pregnancy is wild. Yeah. Well, we're so happy for you and your journey now. And, you know, I hope that labor goes smoothly and you just got to tell yourself your mantras. And again, thank you just for sharing that. I think it's very impactful and you're helping a lot of women. Of course, of course. So I think, is it that time in the call that we get to um, end with our little game? Yes, I think so. Let's do it. We're excited. I love games. <laughs> us too. And you know what? You like activated us playing one before you got on the call too. So it was really fun. It was like a nice little um, like icebreaker for us. Cause like, okay, we're like asking each other questions. So we've got oh some gosh. good ones for you. Okay. <laughs> um, so Sarah, this is a rapid question, pop culture game, super fun questions. And yeah, we're gonna, there's just, just over 10. So I'm like, let me get situated. Let me get yeah, in the game position. Let me take off my jacket. Okay. I'm ready. We're going to start hot. Who is your favorite Kardashian and why? Um, oh God, this is so tough. Okay. Rapid fire. Um, it was Courtney always. Um, I'm really over her and Travis Scott. So right now it's Chloe. Yeah. Hey, wait, Travis yes. Barker. I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a minute. Is she with Travis? Do you see? I'm so over them. I know his name. Pregnancy brain. I'm really over her and Travis Barker. So um, Chloe's my favorite. Just talking about that before the call. Yeah. I wanted to pick your brain. Why? Because I saw your post about that the other day. Not just not into them. I don't know why. (laughs) It's a lot of change. Like it's a lot of like, I need consistency and like, I loved how pr- I loved her on the show for not wanting to film and not want that would be me. I would be that part of my family member being like, my husband doesn't want to be on the show. My kids don't want like, and then now she's like straddling him everywhere they go. I'm like, I can't. Also, I love my husband more than anything. I don't think I've ever done that in public. And I have no <laughs> plans to. Like, I'm not making out with him. We're not sitting on each other's lap. We're at very lunch. Good PDA, actually. It's but, a lot. So you. for that reason. I had a very lovely encounter with Chloe. So now it's always been Chloe. 
I mean, you say you're not PDA. Are you like an affectionate, like physically affectionate? Oh yeah, we're we're so affectionate. I just feel like a lot of the times, like we're you know either with our single friends, um, or you know with our family, and like we'll hold hands and stuff. But even like kissing, like if we're like doing stuff throughout the day, I'm like, we'll literally get home and I'll be like, I don't even think I've kissed you today. But it's just <laughs> not like that, and it's okay if people are. But yeah, that Courtney and Travis thing is just a lot. Like I saw those photos and I was just like, like she's happy with it, I guess. But I was like, if I was caught in that position and there's photos of it, oh my God. <laughs> I tell you, it would be out of control. Like that's what I'm not. thinking. It's a very bad, <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. Am I supposed uh, to say my favorite? You are, yes. Okay. I, I think Chloe, I gosh, I kind of like them all. I don't really like Kylie. I'm not going to lie. She's not my favorite. She's like the most annoying to me, but I do like Kim and, and Chloe, I guess. Um, as a not watcher of keeping up with the Kardashians, just as a, I keep up with them, you know, through other mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Courtney before pre-Travis would be mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, which character are you on Sex and the City out of the four main women? <laughs> oh my God. I love this question. <gasps> okay. So I don't think Miranda gets enough credit. Nobody wants to be Miranda, but we are all Miranda. And that's what we talk about on our podcast a lot. Um, I would say I'm a mix between um, Miranda and Carrie. Because Carrie, I love, but she can be really annoying and really selfish. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But I love them all. Like, one of my best friends is so Charlotte. Love a Samantha. Everyone's got, everyone has little Samantha. But I think we're all Miranda and we just, like, nobody wants to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I... I've always watched it, but I'm not like a diehard. So I don't know if I can actually even speak to the character, but if someone is listening and wants to tell me which I am or which See, one that's I am. What, that's the best thing to do is to have people tell you like, who are you? And our listeners are always telling us. And so that's, that's kind of why I say both because that's what I've gotten. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened to me, actually. I didn't get into the show until like my final years of college but one of my roommates who is a through and through Samantha like she is not any she's like Samantha and like I love her um she told me I was a Charlotte 100% I get that yeah watching it I'm like I'm so I've always been like hopeless romantic oh it's like very sensitive very just like always want the group to be like getting along just like the mom kind of like that so yeah I'm a Charlotte yeah. I love that. <laughs> um what is your favorite era of pop culture? I find this one interesting because I tend, like even on my popular page on Instagram, I love like 90s and early 2000s, just like couples, fashion. Like I, I just, I love that era. Early 2000s, Nicole yeah. Richie, Paris Hilton, give it all to me. <laughs> that is my, like Nicole Richie when she looks like she's on the verge of dying. Love it. The Olsen <laughs> twins. Like I... I would say that's when my like pop culture, I mean, my mom used to get people magazine, you know, weekly in the mail. And ever since I was like 10 years old, I would grab it and start reading it. And she'd be like, what in the fuck is going on here? Like <laughs> not reading this. But, um, I would say like when I was 12, 13, 14, that's when I started. I mean, I would make collages like, oh my God. Yeah. Early two thousands. That's a good point. I was going to say nineties, but now that you say that, I think I'm on board with that more so. Yeah. I like nineties. I like the nineties couples, like just even, cause obviously I was born in the mid nineties. So I wouldn't know, but like, I didn't know that like Brad and like Gwyneth were a couple. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. And like, um, Robert Downey Jr. Dated for like eight years. Like, so I love knowing that stuff now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, favorite snacks to bin- to have while binging a show? I mean, pre-pregnancy, sour candy always. Sour straws, sour gummy bears. Not really sour gummy bears. Sour worms. We love smart sweets. Ty and I are big into smart sweets. I think they're out of Canada, actually. Um, candy. Uh, now. Burgers. <laughs> yeah, burgers. Milk. <laughs> uh, milk. Honestly, disgusting. I'm so embarrassed. But yeah, now it's like. Yeah, I think sure. mine is probably like ice cream, I, I just, which is dangerous because if you're just sitting there scooping all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm like, I should probably put this away before I'm judged. Um, yeah. I know I'd also say <clears throat> chips and salsa. That's oh, something yeah. I could, I mean, like I've had friends tell me like whenever they eat chips and salsa, it like reminds them of me. So funny. I'll take that as a compliment because yeah. that's like the best. I am Sour Patch Kids. All yeah. the I like literally will like leave the supermarket and there was like, those like one pound bags of them, like at the front and Scott's like, don't make eye contact. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. Sour Patch Kids. Um, favorite TV couples. So it could be reality TV or in a oh. show, but just your favorite. Favorite TV couple. Mm-hmm. We're putting you on the spot for this one. I know there's so many to choose from. I mean, I would have to say either... I've always loved Ross and Rachel or Pam and Jim. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, reality, I don't know. I don't trust any of them. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <we'll be broken laughs> up. yeah I mean, I, my housewives, I'm like, eh. yeah, it's easier to stick, I guess, with like the, the reality. Yeah. Um, mine would definitely, I'm huge. Yeah. Ross and Rachel. And then yeah. uh, I'm huge one tree Hill. So like the fact that you're friends with, <sighs> Anna Kramer is that is I have never seen it and I get shit all the time people are like I know I need to that's a huge like comfort drama show so yeah definitely get into that um so yeah there's a Haley uh Haley James and Nathan Scott so they're like my all-time probably so once you watch it you'll understand (laughs) I know I need to I feel like all jump on that bandwagon. I think Ross and Rachel, that's just like a classic. They're like just you can't classic. top it. I know. And it's like her getting off the plane. Like I got off the plane. It's yeah. just like, there's nothing like it. Did she get off the plane? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like it. <laughs> are you a bachelor slash bachelorette fan? And what was your favorite season? If you are. So this is like my cross to bear. I am not. Um, I'm oh, not. I just, I know a couple of the bachelor girls and I love them. Lauren Lane is like an angel. She is a doll. I love her so much. She's so kind. She and I, um, really talked a lot during, like we were pregnant, like at the same time for a little bit. And so, um, and we were trying to get pregnant during the same time. So we would chat often and, and I just love her. Becca Tilly is the coolest. She's so funny. I love her. Um, I just, I don't have two hours to sit down and watch, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I watched, I watched Jojo season. Me that, too. Was, that was the last time. And we only got, I don't even remember why my roommate and I got into it. We got into that one. I've probably seen, I mean, how many seasons has there been 40? I've probably seen five. Yeah. Yeah. One, one being Ryan and Trista. <laughs> Trista. Oh my God. Yeah. Another being. 
that's that was a slow one they they recapped it recently and they were playing all the old seasons back and i mean i could not get through that episode i was like this is like this is too this is too far (laughs) i'm just not i i i'm just not natalie and i did did we sit through i think we watched i don't even remember we tried to watch one and then we just gave up we were Mm -hmm. like anymore but yeah big commitment it's a big commitment and i watch a lot a lot a lot of tv that I want to watch. So for yeah. me to sit down and watch The Bachelor, which I don't even care about, I'm like, no, I can't do this. And then sometimes it's like Mondays and Tuesdays. And then sometimes it's like, it'll be on a Wednesday. I'm like, <laughs> I spent nine hours watching someone tell them that you're not here for the right reasons. And they left. Like it's the same words over and over. And then she just like voluntarily left. So yeah. I'm out. That's yeah. so funny. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. I, I was just watching it side note that we can move on since you don't watch it, but my husband was like, are you like behind on the show? Cause I feel like you've been watching this for like three days. And I'm like, no, it's just, it's like bachelor in paradise is on Monday, Tuesdays. And it's two hours. Oh, yeah. each time. And then so he's like, turn this off. <laughs> it's a, it's offensive. Like they really think we don't have anything to do. Like I can't with the, the 10 hours a week of television. I'm not giving anyone 10 hours of my attention a week. Yeah, that's true. Uh- so we want to know your thoughts. This is more of a thought question on Kristen and Jay. Cutler like what are your thoughts on that whole situation so I never watched their show so it's hard for me to like comment um I have met her once she was so nice I mean I grew up watching Laguna Beach and the hills and all of that so she was so cool she was exactly how I imagined um but everyone had so much to say I remember all of my friends were always tech because it was on E and it's like, I watch everything on E, but I just never got into the, I never, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just, I care, but I didn't care to see her as a business. I know that sounds rude and like, <laughs> woman, but I didn't care to see her. Here's what I didn't care to see her employees. I didn't care what was going on in the joy world. I wanted to see what was going on with her. Right. Um, and so I never watched, so I don't really know anything about him. I don't really know anything about their relationship. I know a lot of people were like shocked or not shocked. Um, I come into the picture because I watch Bravo. So the Madison and like the Austin and Craig, that's a lot. And I'm friends with Austin and Craig who are two very genuine, very kind, very cool, nice guys. And she's friends with them. So she's got to be cool because (laughs) I mean, like, they're, they're really fun. So that makes me think she's fun, but I just don't, I don't really know anything about, about their life or story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like if they fought on camera, like were people surprised when they got a divorce? I don't really know. I wasn't, I personally wasn't surprised. I, I didn't really, I just felt like she was always like wanting more from him. Like he, he just was kind of like dismissive and like rude. I could tell on screen she was like not into his remarks, but she'd have to be like, okay, Jay, like whatever, you know, but like she was internally like pissed as hell. And I think like doing, I mean, for me, I can say I would never do reality TV, uh, mostly because my husband would never agree to that. Yeah. And I would never. So a part of me is like, maybe he didn't, I don't know. You got to be on the same page when it comes to those type of things. That was a lot of like, drama and then like the JLo and the A-Rod there was just like a lot going on I know so that's like that's where I come in was like when Bravo started getting involved I was like I'm listening yeah but um yeah I think she's like living her best I don't know she's like looks like she's living life like in Charleston she looks like she's having fun 
So bravo. Are you a Vanderpump fan? Because you, oh, you oh, are yeah. literally like you, you look like Stassi a little bit. I get that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, I especially bet. in the beginning when like sh- it first came out. Um, yeah. I think it's like our round face. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I get that a lot. Like people, anytime Jana will post a picture, they're like, oh, I thought, is that Jana and Stassi? Or like people on my wedding, people are always commenting like, I guess, I guess I looked like Stassi on my wedding day. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, really? Okay. But I love her. I love Stassi. Um, I'm a Vanderpump. Yeah. I love Vanderpump. I love Lisa. Oh, same. She is a queen. Yeah. She's a queen. What is the worst reality TV show you've ever tried to watch? Oh, oh, selling sunset. What? I liked that. I, that's what it was. And everyone was shocked. And I was like, shamed because I wouldn't, I'm like, no, I'm like, you guys, I watch a lot of dumb shit. I just can't watch. I couldn't, I just could not. It gave me, it gave me wannabe Hills, wannabe the city, wannabe Laguna with the filming. And I just, maybe if I come in season three or four, but I mean, I sat through the first three episodes and I texted Natalie. I'm like, you're on your own. Cause I can't. Yeah, I know. Britt, what's yours? Worst? Oh God. Um, I don't, okay. I'm going to get, maybe even you guys might not like me. Um, <laughs> I, I did try, I will say I tried to watch keeping up with the Kardashians and I couldn't, I just, the way that they talk, I know it's actually like funny and I like just like the little clips of it, but I just mm-hmm. can't get down with that. Um, yeah. That's okay. It's not for everyone. I yeah. Know. Yeah. What about you, Deb? Okay. I watched the whole thing because it's like, I feel like once you start, you kind of get sucked in and keep watching, even if you don't like it, it was kind of like that for me with love is blind. Like I was like, I can't stop watching this for some reason, but this is so stupid. Like it was just the weirdest thing. Cause I couldn't turn it off. I had to keep knowing what was going on, but I'm like, this is just like, what? I loved it. <laughs> that one, <laughs> that one breakup by the pool was like the most hilarious. Like even my husband Wild. who's like not a reality TV fan. We were laughing our yeah. asses off. Like it was so funny. What'd you think um, of the, uh, the after? Oh, I watched, I watched it. I was there for, I'm like, of course I'm watching. Like I could say, I don't care, but uh, here I am on the elliptical watching. So <laughs> I was entertained. I was very entertained. <laughs> We are going to put you on the spot with this one, but what would your real housewives tagline? Oh, I'm (laughs) so bad at this. I was trying to like, think of mine as we were sitting here and I was like, it'd probably be like, I don't know, something to do with like dogs and wine. I'm thinking. See, Natalie's (laughs) like, yours would have to be something with like ice or, or, and I'm like, really and she's like you would have to I don't right (laughs) I know right you oh 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 I'm like brainstorming right I know mine would be like hates people yeah no that would be mine like I don't rarely leave the house but when I do watch out yeah exactly (laughs) um we have struggled with this often I don't know what it would be but Natalie's always like, it would have to be something involving, um, like frozen, like being cold or icy or, and I'm like, I think we should bring, I'm very good with like, even like wedding hashtags and puns. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to like brainstorm this and maybe we can write it in the caption. Yes. 
episode comes. Please out. let me know. Please yes. let me know. That's so funny. You should totally do that. Yeah. Um, all right. And then we've got two this or that style questions. Um, Lizzie McGuire or Hannah Montana? Oh, Lizzie McGuire. No questions asked. Agreed. Like who's Hannah? Yeah. I'm, I'm both guys. I can't. No, Natalie's oh. a diehard Hannah. And I'm like, Natalie, I can't help it that I'm 10 years older than you. Lizzie <laughs> McGuire. That's, that's what I mean. Lizzie McGuire. I was a bit, so then I did probably watch, I watched a little bit of Lizzie, but I was more Hannah, but then I was nervous when Devin asked me to be her co-host. And then she said, she's like, yeah, when your voice is recorded, it kind of sounds like Miley's. And I kid you not, my heart was just like out of my body at that point. I was like, oh my God. I kind of. But it sounds like Miley's, but better. Like, I feel like hers can get a little bit like. Not that Canadian, you know. (laughs) I think Debbie must just wrote, and I'm like obsessed with this. Yeah, I'm obsessed with this one. Mary Kate or Ashley? Oh my God. Best question <laughs> ever. Um, Ashley. All questions. <laughs> Ashley always has been, always will be. Um, but I mean, you guys, anyone in my family listening knows that like it was unhealthy for a while. Like I <laughs> love these two. I love them. I love them so much. All the um, like, dance party, like I saw a photo of like like the VHS, yeah, passport to Paris, billboard um, dad. I was in every fan club. I was just all of them. I had their Walmart line, anything and everything. But um, Ashley for me, yeah, same. I would always like if I'd ever, you know, I don't know if you did this, but like my friends always used to play Mary Kate and Ashley, and I would always be Ashley. I'm like, you're Mary Kate. Bye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yes. Ashley all the way I just like found her characters were more girly so like growing up I yes. would just be like oh I want to be the tomboy but then the, I don't know if you like the challenge with them that wasn't one of their more well-known ones I find I find there's a lot of them but the yeah. challenge I loved Mary Kate as Shane and for the longest time I wanted to name my daughter Shane because <sighs> she was just she was like yoga and like oh. and she was just so cool so oh, I like sure. recently I was telling Devin before you came on the call the girls that I nanny like they have kind of watched all the stuff of their generation. So I've been introducing them. And so I've recently watched all these Mary Kate and Ashley movies and still just as obsessed. Oh my God. Billboard dad. Like, I think I should go back and watch all of these. You should. Maybe I'll find a name. I think they're on Hulu. There you go. Yeah, they are. They actually are. I've seen it on there. Now that you say that this was so fun. Like this was so, thank you guys so much. Sorry about the delay. Oh, you're fine. And sorry for keeping you for so long, no, but I just fine. feel like we had so much fun chatting and oh, now I feel like we're all friends and need to hang out. So I know yes. that was so fun and I'm so excited. I can't wait to tell everyone to listen. And this was fun. I'm like, I don't even remember what we started. I don't even know. I feel like we covered so much, so, so much. I, I blacked out. So it will be just as fun for me to listen. Cause I already <laughs> forgot everything we talked about. <laughs> yeah. And for those that are listening, if they want to follow you, where can they find you? So Sarah Gretzky on Instagram, if you are in the mood for a new podcast, the net chicks on Instagram, we are very active on both. Um, and we are trying to like log as many episodes as we can right now before I go into labor and like nobody ever hears from me again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Natalie's like, are you going to quit? I'm like, I'm not going to quit, but our 9am Monday morning podcast sessions are now going to be moved to a little later. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, and I love to chat and love TV. And if anyone has any shows for us, we um, we're always looking for new shows on the Netchick. So follow us and DM us, and we will watch it. <laughs>